0: This is episode 93 of AmateurLogic.tv for July 15th, 2016. This episode of AmateurLogic was brought to you by MFJ, the world leaders in ham radio accessories at mfjenterprises.com, and by ICOM, reminding you to get out there and get on the air for the National Parks on the Air 2016. Welcome to Amateur Logic. I'm George. I'm Tommy. I'm Peter. And I'm Emil. And it's good to be back with you again. You know, we just had field day here last weekend in the U.S. and Canada. Yeah, this is a little bit of supplies we had left over. Boy, yeah, we've even brought out the the heavy stuff for this event. (laughs) (laughs) And we had uh we had no insect problems this year to no. speak of. You know what
1: last year I got eat up with chickens. Yeah. I had I mean I scratched for like three weeks. And uh, this year every time I went outside I sprayed myself down with one of these three mm-hmm. right here. So I probably had a good coating of that stuff on. But See, uh
0: you've got the off cloaking spray there, don't yeah,
1: you? Yeah, predator version. It's, uh you spray this stuff, the mosquitoes can't even find you. Right. It, it
0: really worked well, too, didn't it? Yeah, it did. I,
1: I didn't get... I don't really think I had any mosquito bites or chickens. I didn't either. Or I ticks. Guess. I saw Wayne t- pull one tick off of himself, but uh, that's the only insect incident that I can recall.
0: Yeah, I remember a couple of flies in the tent when we first set it up, but they they, <laughs> they left pretty quick. Yeah. So, uh, no well, problem. Well, I don't know. There. I wasn't there when y'all set it up. No, you weren't. You that's guys true. did the heavy lifting. Yeah, that's right. Tommy did. We well we'll talk about that in a minute yeah. email what about you did you do fill day this year
2: yeah no no mosquito was uh brave enough to uh hit the 110 heat index we had but we were in the field um and we had a good time bands weren't as open as we would have liked them to be but we did make a bunch of contacts and a bunch of points so good that good yeah. times and
1: had a, yeah had a good time right that's what counts
2: absolutely
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had a good time, too, and you're right. The bands weren't as good as they've been in years past. Uh, pretty sure about that. Well, uh, Peter, I, I know y'all didn't have that event down there, but what has been going on in the last month down under?
3: Well, not, not a great deal. I would make the point, though, that because our seasons are at 180 degrees to yours, um, it's winter down here, so you really wouldn't want to go out... Uh, uh, and do field day at this time of the year. But um, uh, summertime, uh, over December, January, it's a good time to get out with the radio. You know, I, I like the cold weather.
1: I, I would prefer to do it in the cold than in the in the heat.
0: Well, there is a winter field day.
1: Yeah, yeah
0: we ought to do that. Well, you pitch the tent this winter okay. and install the heaters <laughs> and then I'll come. All right. <laughs> That's kind of how it went this year. We uh, We got the, well... Wayne, his brother Vince, and I went on Friday night this year and got the, the campgrounds cleared out, the tent pitched, all of that done. Tommy didn't show up the next morning uh-huh. until almost time. Some of us have to work. Well, I, yeah, I, I know, and <laughs> some of us did.
1: Yeah. Oh, you guys worked. You did a good job, Yeah. Uh, I, I wasn't able to make it for that.
0: Yep. Um we brought back some footage, of course, and it's a little different uh, and a little the same as what we've done in years past. Yeah. You haven't seen it yet. You no, I you haven't know seen what it. We got. I
1: lived a little bit of it.
0: You did live a little bit of it. Yep. But you didn't live the first day of it. Um,
1: and 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 I'll let you know shortly whether I'm thankful for that or not.
0: Okay. Well, I think you'll be able to decide it, r- right quick, like here. <laughs> So let's let's take a look at uh, well, just packing up and getting ready for field day. Do I have everything I need for field day? This is going to be a two-day excursion. Not only do we need stuff for the day of the event, I'm bringing two coolers because it's going to be hot, very hot. And we're spending an extra night at the site. I've got my generator ready to go and Wayne's bringing two more. We've got the gazebo that we used last year as one of our tents. And buried underneath in here, we've got another tent that just came in a few weeks ago. We've never set it up before. We wanted to, but didn't have time to. So that's our goal for tonight, just to clean off the side area, get it ready, set the tent up, and be ready to go in the morning with everything else setting up. Of course, we've got a UPS to run the computers off of. Uh, plenty of coax. I've got several boxes of just spare amateur radio junk up there that I don't even know I'll need but hey it's always good to have even carrying a broom you just never know and in those three boxes on the bottom there well that's three of the currently most sought-after radios the ICOM IC 7300 well here comes another part of the crew it's the Eubanks brothers, Vince and Wayne. You looking forward to field day? I oh,
4: am. Yeah. It's been about 15 years since I've been the last
0: one. Oh really? Man, it looks like...
4: Participating, not just a guest. Yeah.
0: Looks like that trailer is packed. So you got a new generator there.
5: I do. I do. It was a, it was a blessing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I heard about that deal. Oh, a couple of nice flight cases over there, too.
5: Yeah,
4: somewhere. one of them's nice. The big one's got holes all in it.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
4: drilled for uh, cooling fans.
0: Oh, okay. okay. So we got room for my generator on here? I'm hoping so. Yeah, I think we can get it on there. That was a pretty good bit of stuff
1: in that truck, but uh, I saw somebody in the chat room say that was a lot of gear, but they were actually three vehicles in all that were pretty loaded down
0: yeah and Wayne was pulling a trailer behind his yeah but yeah. we didn't look inside of his I, I, uh, I don't think they opened the door because we didn't know what might pop out yeah yeah
1: <laughs> I, I think it was pretty full too
0: <laughs> yeah but you know we were there for two days or two nights uh, not just one like yeah done but
1: we, even past. when we go for one night we still have pretty much the same amount of gear
0: mm. maybe one less cooler no one less cooler, yeah, yeah, which was a very important thing to have. Well, the, cool, the cooler
1: have. is a very important thing yeah. to have
0: in Mississippi in June. Yep. Uh, uh, but yeah. We-
3: you, do you guys know that uh, Padre, on how has actually been making swamp coolers for the past couple of uh, uh, episodes? So that might be something that uh, you could use in the future. Yeah, those probably Basically-
0: don't work that good down here in the swamp, do they?
1: Yeah, uh, no. We, we got that top, though. Oh, yeah? The, yeah, we don't need the swamp cooler. We got the swamp. We yeah. got, well, we got some Well, we got coolers. real
0: air coolers. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Who needs a swamp cooler when you got a real one?
0: Yeah, down here where the humidity is so high, Peter, that that type of technology does not work as well as, as you would hope. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's
3: mostly for oh. a dry area. Basically, uh, he had a fan that was blowing air across uh, blocks of ice, mm-hmm. and uh, that was creating cool air that way. A little, a little bit different from a humidifier.
1: Yeah, yeah. well, humidifier is not really... Cause it's not a cooling device here. It just puts some humidity in the air. But uh, the, w- a lot of people call that a poor man's air conditioner. You yeah. put the ice in the styrofoam cooler and right. cut some holes in it, PVC.
3: Is that mm-hmm. that's what he did? Yep, that's yeah. right, pretty yeah.
0: much. Yeah, I just... I don't know. I mean, it'd be a little bit cooler. It'd it would, be... Uh, it'd help. It would help. It, you... You'd have water dripping off of stuff, though, probably as yeah. Not as it is. I reckon
3: right? the ice would melt pretty quickly down your way.
0: It probably would. Yeah. We like to try to keep the ice inside the cooler. So.
3: <laughs> yeah. Besides, the ice is for the most important thing, namely keeping the beer cold.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, so we had everything packed up, and it looked like it was all going to be downhill from there. And then... Uh, well, we arrived at the campsite. I'm the first one to arrive here at our Field a campsite. This is the same place that we camped last year. Let's go on down and have a look. It took me a moment to find the entrance, not long, though. I just didn't remember it having this turn here in it, but here it is. looks pretty well cleared out oh except for that there's a dead pine tree that's fallen directly over the spot that we pitched the tent so fortunately wayne's got a chainsaw with him and they should be here in just a few minutes we got wayne out here on the chainsaw now that tree is rotten But not as rotten as it looks. Wayne, do you think it's going to be getting hot this evening? What do you mean, going to (laughs) be? Well, we got the tree cut. The chainsaw worked just long enough to cut off some pieces of it. So we've got enough room. We hope. We hope. That tarp is, uh, what'd you say?
5: Supposed to be a 10 by 20.
0: And we got a 10 by 18 tent, so... Looks like we got enough room. The That's door. It. Yeah. The door will be uh, right here. So, not bad. I think it's uh, I think it's going to work out okay. And it was uh, really nice that this place had not grown up much. Of course... We've got the uh, the crime scene tape reinstalled now. That's uh, become a field day tradition for us. That and sweating, I think that's the two traditions that we have. So if it's seven, it'll be dark up in these woods by uh, what, 8.30? It'll
5: be in the woods, it'll be dark before then.
0: Yeah. So you think we can get the tent set up? Be better. Yeah.
3: I want some air conditioning.
0: I do, too.
3: I was a bit concerned about the uh, potential Mississippi Chainsaw Massacre, George.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, there was a lot more of that going on than you saw there. He cut off about, I don't know, six or eight pieces of that tree. and I rolled them off back there. Well, Vince Down, so down into, that, two, ditch, into right? that ditch? Into that ditch, because there wasn't there was a piece of the tree when you got there but mm-hmm. it was all the way across where the tent was there wow
2: it's a good yeah. thing that tree fell before you set up there
0: well it is yeah that's a very good point you know? <laughs>
2: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> i had not considered that to be a bonus you,
2: you <laughs> know, that you know, might last, be points on field day
0: yeah
1: you know last year we cleared out a lot of green under there yeah and uh it's really not that surprising that it didn't grow back because it's it's pretty heavy the, yeah. the you know it's in a under a pretty heavy canopy there, so
0: yeah, yeah, but, uh, a lot of trees. Well, you could tell by what was on the ground there, all the leaves. But mm-hmm. I, I ran the weed eater over, um, you know, just just a few weeds that were there. We cut a few little stobs out too, but we didn't get one, and it was right there where you walk in the door of the tent. Yeah, yeah, we got a little uh, puncher in the bottom of the tent. I looked and looked for that one, but uh, I I just couldn't find it. Yeah. And then after we pitched the tent, there was no trouble to find.
1: Yeah, it showed yeah. right up. Yeah. I see Kevin on here in the chat room asking if we saw any snakes. I didn't see any. No. Neither. I'll be honest, I, every field day we've been on, I haven't seen a single snake. I haven't either. It might be too deep in the woods for them.
2: Well, well I Lummy, uh, so. Tommy, was any of the coax moving?
1: <laughs> well, there was a piece of coax that was screwed,
3: screwed out from under the tent yeah. one time.
2: Okay, okay. you got to watch uh, out for moving coax. Yeah.
3: I just out of interest, uh, what kind of snakes do you get in the Mississippi woods, and are they poisonous?
1: Oh, oh, there are plenty of poisonous snakes. Yeah, we got rattlesnakes, uh, copperheads, well, there are plenty mm-hmm. of them.
0: A cottonmouth. Yeah.
1: Well, they're usually near the water.
0: Well, there could have been water in that ditch. Well, it could have been, yeah.
1: but uh, yeah, there there are a lot of poisonous snakes here.
0: Yeah, no gators oh, right. in the woods, though.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, that's yeah, about well, the only well, thing that's uh, not in there there's plenty of poisonous snakes here in Australia like most of our animals they're deadly so yeah I
1: saw that I was, uh, seen the videos, a few videos about that you guys got more than your fair share of them
3: oh yeah and uh, not to mention the redback spiders drop bears, drop bears, bears yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah
3: I'm glad we don't have those yeah
0: well we did get the, uh, the area clean there and got most of the tree out of the way yeah. and as you can see we weren't too far away from dark so we thought we'd yeah. better put the tent together and that's well,
1: we probably a good idea
0: we moved on with the plan a
1: shower would have probably been a good idea too
0: well there's the tent and it went up a lot quicker than we would have thought and it's probably a little smaller than we would have thought you notice we folded back the ends of the 10 by 20 tarp there So this thing can't be 18 feet long. So, I don't know. We'll have to see if we can all fit in there. Somehow, two flies have already found their way in here. I'm all the way at one end now. There's the other end. No gear in here yet. But maybe this will work. Well, it's Saturday morning about, uh, oh, roughly somewhere around 10 a.m. We did get the tent up last night before dark. We covered it in a tarp to give us a little extra layer of insulation so that the air conditioning would work better inside. Uh, Today, uh, well, actually, we we got that done before dark. We did get a couple antennas up. Wayne's got his outbacker outpost out there, and, I got my 40-meter vertical up. It was dark by the time we got to that, but we did get it done. Today, so far, we've uh, pitched one of the uh, pop-up canopies like we used last year. You know, we had two of those, and we covered them with this queen. Well, we've done it with one this year on the front of the tent here. So we'd we'd have a little more room to stretch out because there's going to be four of us in here this year.
5: Yeah, my brother, uh, Vince... N5KQW has decided to rough the woods, which is something he doesn't normally do. He's not an outdoor person, but uh, he's come with us this year, and uh, he's brought an extra air conditioner. So we're hoping that maybe we'll uh, we'll be all right. Uh, it's supposed to be really hot this weekend. Uh, I think the high today is 98 with over 50, 60, 70 percent humidity. So it's going to be tough.
0: Yeah, what the heat index is, 105 or a little better. Well, I think one thing to help get Vince here is the fact that we had uh, three IC7300s in tow.
5: Probably so. He, uh, he's he been talking about those for a while, and now he gets a chance to play with one.
0: I hear him doing it right now. We we set uh, one up last night uh, and, and had some lessons and went over how to do a few things on it. I haven't got it all figured out, but it's a lot like my 7,700, so I had figured out enough um, to get started with. And so Vince and I had a big time playing with it last night, but uh, you didn't.
5: No, I was uh, sound asleep. Uh, I think probably by the time y'all got that set up around 10 o'clock, I had been up for almost 30 hours, and I just couldn't take it anymore. I had to go.
0: You were on your uh, your second job, the uh, the pulpwood industry, I think.
5: Well, that's what you told me. I have no idea.
0: <laughs> well, it's the truth. <laughs> but uh, we were armed with earplugs, so everything came out okay. Uh, we, Vince and I stayed up to about midnight, and I don't know what time it was when we got up this morning. It was kind of early, wasn't it?
5: Um, I got up right at six o'clock. Um, And I think y'all probably got up about 30 minutes after that.
0: Well, we got another antenna to hang, and that's the 80-meter off-center-fed dipole of yours. And hopefully getting the line up in the tree will go better.
5: We got new bands on the slingshot, so...
0: Yeah. But and we should have brought heavier weights. I think that was part of our problem.
5: Well, I I do have some one-ounce weights. I bought some more of those, so hopefully hopefully it'll go.
0: And, Tommy, you may notice... uh, He's not even here yet. Uh, he's on his way, so he's getting out real easy on this field day.
5: He is. Uh, all he's going to have to do is set up his radio and his antenna. As far as uh, accommodations, he's just walking right into an air-conditioned, fan-cooled shack.
0: Exactly. All right, well, let's go um, see if we can work up another sweat out here.
1: <laughs> that ain't going to take long.
0: <laughs> no
5: we'll see y'all after a while
1: you guys did a good job i've got to say that was pretty much like checking into another hotel when i got there i just basically walked in it's already nice and cool
0: yeah well <laughs> it it hadn't been believe me it, oh
1: no i could tell by <laughs> looking at wayne
0: yeah it had been very hot yeah well we're going to take a break for just a moment get a message from one of the people that helps make amateur logic possible and then we're going to come back and we've got uh A little announcement from another country not represented here tonight, Uh, but we'll be in this video, and then we're going to find out what Emil did for Field Day, and, and we've got more of our Field Day adventure, too. Awesome. For years, hams have relied on the world's most popular antenna analyzer, the MFJ259B. That compact battery-powered RF impedance analyzer combined four basic circuits, a 1.8 through 170 megahertz variable frequency oscillator, a frequency counter, a 50-ohm RF bridge, and an 8-bit microcontroller. Now the MFJ259 has been updated to the new MFJ259C, all the same great functions present in the 259B with an expanded frequency range. The MFJ259C covers all frequencies from 530 kHz to 230 MHz, allowing measurements all the way from the AM broadcast band through the 220 MHz amateur band. Make a wide variety of useful antenna impedance measurements including coaxial cable loss and distance to an opener short. Primarily designed for analyzing 50-ohm antenna and transmission line systems, the MFJ259C also measures RF impedances between a few ohms and several hundred ohms. It also functions as a signal source and a frequency counter. The MFJ259C gives you a complete picture of your antenna's performance. Read antenna SWR and complex impedance, determine velocity factor, coaxial cable loss in dB, length of coax, and distance to a shorter open in feet. Read S SWR, return loss, and reflection coefficient at any frequency simultaneously at a single glance. You can even read inductance and microhenries and capacitance and picofarads at RF frequencies. The large, easy-to-read two-line LCD screen and side-by-side meters clearly display all the information you need. While a lot of new antenna analyzers have appeared in the market recently, none give you the flexibility and wide assortment of RF measurement capabilities the MFJ-259C does. If you've been putting off getting an antenna analyzer, then you need to take a look at the new MFJ-259C. Visit MFJenterprises.com today. Tommy, I got a little video from ea 4 gil and I don't know how to pronounce his name. I I, I hate to butcher it.
1: it. Uh it I'm not even going to try. E T I E N N E. Yeah. I'm not sure how you I'm pronounce
0: not it. sure how you pronounce it, but I do know how you pronounce the event he's talking about. It's Ever Radio. Oh cool. You ever heard of Ever Radio? I have not, but well, I'm you, about to. You're about to. Cool,
6: I'm looking forward to it. Welcome to Ever Radio. This is uh, Eco Alpha One Yankee Oscar. I'm the president of the URE, the Spanish Radio Amateur Union, equivalent to the ARRL in uh, Spain. Iberradio is the largest ham radio fair in Spain. At least that's how it uh, came about. This is an event that aims of gathering everything that touches uh, Spanish radio hams, including distributors, importers, private developers second-hand material, and the most relevant technical matters of interest. So who organizes eBay Radio? Well, it's a group of people comprising of the URE, the main importers like Radio Trans, CSU, ICOM, the main distributors like Expo Radio, Project 4, and many others, I don't remember everybody, Uh, and of course all those who have something to do with the ham radio market.
2: This
6: is an idea that came out of the recent URE Congress where we tabled this uh, old idea and finally got on with it. Last year we had the uh, first edition in Madrid, in Parla. It was a success and we expect a success again uh, this year. Where is it? Well, this year the fair will be held in Avila, in a superb exhibition space, and just as uh, last year it will be held on the third week of September, that's uh, September 17 and 18, so we'll be there on that Saturday and Sunday. How much does it cost? Well, Iberradio does not cost a dime, only what you need to spend to get there and food and lodging on site. So, again, Iberradio as a fair does not cost you anything as the entrance is completely free for uh, visitors. How was born Iberradio? Well, it came from the desire of gathering everything that had some link with Ham Radio in a central location of the Iberian Peninsula where uh, innovations can be presented, where we can contact each other, where we can renew contact, meet up, and see the latest in terms of technology or technique. So for more information, go to our website, www.iberradio.es.es, where you can register online, print your own credential, that way you avoid lines at the door. Why go there? Well, don't miss it. This edition is gathering importance. Last year was the first one. And we believe this is the meeting point for all radio amateurs in South Europe. So Radio. see you in Avila, September 17 and 18.
1: How cool would it be to go to something like that?
0: Boy, it would be. We'd have to carry an interpreter with us. Uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> definitely would, but it'd be fun.
0: My is not very good. It's not, I can <laughs> tell. Espinoli?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's. Uh, yeah, it looks uh, like it'd be a pretty
3: cool event, though. Speaking of. Um, uh, European ham fests. Uh, the biggest one, I believe, is Friedrichshaven. Oh, yeah. um, mm-hmm, yeah. It's either Germany or Switzerland, one of the two. And that's one I definitely want to get to in the
0: next few years. That, that's one I want to get to, too. This one is big that we just looked at in South Europe, so um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe we'll we'll learn a little more about that after the events happen.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool.
0: Well, Mill, you had a, a big time up in uh, or not up, but down.
2: <laughs> yeah, where you uh, are you? I, I got to um, operate this year with the the club Whiskey Five Sierra Lima Alpha, my club here in Slidell, and we operated as uh, three Foxtrot Louisiana at the actual EOC or the the uh, operation center, the clubhouse actually, in the field right next to it. So uh, we had we had a ball. We had some visitors from neighboring clubs, and I got to take the station out put it in the field completely on battery and test everything i've learned since i became a ham
0: now so so we operated as four alpha that meant we had four stations on the air simultaneously and we were on emergency power so i know three meant you had three stations on the air. what is a foxtrot
2: i I believe in that case that was the uh, fact that we were operating from an eoc on emergency power
1: okay
0: I noticed you had a generator not used there we had two of those
2: oh yeah yeah did you my for, for whatever reason the uh i had a 91 amp hour uh deep cycle marine battery and that lasted literally eight hours straight without fail we were running any uh on average about 70 watts mainly on 40 meters and 20 meters what? and it just it did the job i didn't need it at all
0: wow sideband or or?
2: yeah yeah voice and we did some uh data i I pretty much tested everything i've ever learned as a ham uh digital analog everything we did it all hey
1: Um, what about that ballon i saw up there
2: yeah Uh, that was uh that was uh (laughs) seven or eight i'm sorry it was eight to ten wraps of my uh the dx engineering coax i brought uh based on Peter's uh, segment, so that's why I uh, called it The Uglier Than Peter Balin (laughs) (laughs) Well of course,
3: uh, George put me on to uh, that particular design So I'll give him the credit
2: Alright, Uglier Than George Balin
3: (laughs) (laughs) You guys
2: guys can share the title
0: Uglier Than Peter and George
2: (laughs) (laughs) It worked though, it did the job, so excellent Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Use of that, uh, you know, to keep the RF from coming back and make it. It wouldn't load up without that. So after that, it just worked flawlessly. Wow.
3: I'm surprised you guys use um, uh, generators. Uh, uh, would it be possible to get a, shall we say, uh, a, a big solar panel and maybe an inverter?
1: I've got a solar panel, but did you notice the t- canopy of trees that was there? It's, ah, uh, yes. Yep. There's not mm, that, that much problem. direct sunlight yeah. there.
0: Yeah. We, mm-hmm. we, we use more electricity to keep the tent cool than we did to transmit with, so no, we couldn't have done that with mm-hmm. with solar and power. If
1: it came down to being cool or transmitting, I'm, we would have had to flip a coin, I think. <laughs> well, on we
0: had done it without air conditioning before. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough. We
1: did have fans, though. Yeah. But we only had one fan this year,
3: I think. Oh, did I you have a solution it? to your problem. I brought one. Oh, I had one, too, but okay. I never get it out. I have a solution to your problem. Next next year when you do field day, do it in Canada.
1: Hmm. Yeah.
3: Well, it, it'll be cool up there,
1: more than
2: likely. Here we come, Mike. Yeah. We'll go do it in
1: Mike's backyard.
0: Yeah. Sounds so like we'll a plan.
1: Instead of this, we we'll
0: have to get something for the moose. Yeah, moose yeah. repellent.
2: You're going to need a bigger can.
0: Do,
1: you get, do they have yard guard for moose?
0: Yeah. Maybe we could use a cloaking spray and that would... <laughs> Yeah, there.
1: Th- that's a good point. This cloaking spray stuff works pretty good.
0: Yeah, I can tell yep. that uh, it should be effective. We didn't see a moose anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, everything you've seen so far that we showed, Tommy wasn't even there yet. That was uh, Wayne and Vince and I doing all of that. Tommy did finally show up, though. He's over there with the instruction manual putting that vertical together for the first time. There's my generator. We broke the pull rope on it, so won't be using it this year unless I take it apart and do some working on it. Won't be using it this year unless I take it apart and do some work on it. Tommy brought his generator in the back of the truck over there. It is, it's really quiet. Problem is, I'm not sure that he has cranked it since last year, so we're just kind of hoping that it's going to run. Well, here's the path going in, and we've got the crime scene tape up, just like we had last year. we still got a few thousand feet left, so we have plenty to go around. On the right-hand side, up under the tarp, is our new tent tarps there for an extra layer of insulation. On the left is the pop-up canopy we used last year that we've covered in Visqueen. There's an air conditioner around back of it. And there's an in-room air conditioner over in the tent. And you can see the screen down there is being shaken by the exhaust from it. (laughs) We weren't prepared for a zombie attack well, you were putting that antenna up. We had a number of more antennas that needed to go up as well. So, uh,
3: let's <laughs> yeah. that, um, George. Yeah. Are there any bears in the woods?
0: Uh, we didn't see any bears in the woods. There now. actually are a few here around here now. Yeah, it's
1: pretty. Besides rare.
2: Tommy, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: yeah. yeah uh, they're kind of starting to come back around here. They've been seeing them down in Crystal Springs. Really? you go over to Louisiana, right across the line of Vicksburg, there's actually a bear crossing on at the interstate.
0: Boy, that, oh, that would yep. not have been pretty with us wearing <laughs> earplugs while we slept.
2: <laughs> That's when it's good to have a radio, and yeah. it working, and it having it working, that is. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, well, we had the bear repellent over there, too. He wouldn't have seen us.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <So>.
0: <laughs> well, just, yeah.
3: I oh, just to, just don't go um, out on field day with any honey. That's uh, bad news.
0: True, true. We didn't have any though. So, we were, although I did have honey ham in my, there cooler. you go.
1: You you don't even know how close you were, man.
0: I really don't. <laughs> well, of course, we all had to have some antennas. So, uh, here's what we used. Here's the antenna I'm going to use this year. It's an MFJ 43 foot telescopic fiberglass mast. I've got it on an old uh, TV type tripod. Just kind of tied it on there to hold it supported. The thing is super lightweight. One person can easily handle it. You could even take it and lean it over with no problems at all. The very top section of it's about the size uh, that you'd expect on a rod and reel. I'm just using this as a vertical for 20, 40, I believe 15, and 10. And what I did is I cut ground radials, two radials for each of those bands, and I've laid them on the ground. What I did for the radiating element is took a piece of wire and cut it for 40 meters, and then... I cut that wire into segments for each of the other three bands that I wanted to work. And I put a little wire connectors right there where I can pull it apart and just use however many sections of the correct length for whatever band I want to operate on. It's ugly, but I think it's going to work pretty good. You can see right there at the bottom, I've just got an SO-239. And everything's just kind of screwed together and laying on the ground. Initial tests with the antenna analyzer showed that everything tuned up good. It's not super far away from Wayne's uh, off-center fed. You can see where it crosses it. The vertical's a little bit lower than that horizontal dipole up there. And probably about uh, 10 feet downhill from it. So hopefully we won't get too much interference there. And this is the hay fill. They recently cut hay here, so grass is not super tall. We used the same site that we had last year and had to do very little cleanup on it. Tommy finally made it. He's over there putting his MFJ, I think it's an MFJ vertical together. He brought it last year, but when he started assembling it he dropped a screw immediately and lost it, so we didn't use it last year, but he's gonna use it this year. It's a multi-band, I'm not sure what all it covers. There's another piece of it on the ground over there. We'll have to see how that works out. We've got about forty-five more minutes before field day officially begins. I think we'll actually make it this year. I'm not sure all stations will be on the air, but some of them will. And here goes the ceremonial raising of the vertical. Oh, there's one more section to go up under it. Wayne is telling Tommy which way the antenna should point. Man, that thing looks like antennas off a of bug.
1: Off a bug?
0: Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Now, currently, Vince is on this outbacker outpost that Wayne built some time ago. It's got his outbacker antenna on it. And then you probably can't see it, but there's legs that fold out, sort of act as a counterpoise there on it. Wayne is going to be and uh, You probably can't see it. There's a wire up there connected to that ball, and that's one end of a 80-meter off-center-fed dipole. The other end goes over into the top of a tree. You said Wayne had the best setup. Well, he, he had the most bands available to what well, at did. the same time. He did. I like mine though. I thought it performed pretty well. Yeah. So, yeah, it did good. Yeah.
2: I've you, almost bought that uh it was that the fiber gra- fiberglass um push-up pole by mfj george that you were using
0: yeah i don't know if you i guess you'd call it a push-up they call it a, a telescopic fiberglass mass it's 43 feet really lightweight yeah it's nice
2: i've uh, almost purchased that several times so it's good to see somebody using it
0: yeah i don't know um what other kind of antenna you could have done with it it was perfect for that I mean you know it, it took nothing to hold up that lightweight wire uh, doing uh, something like a half-wave dipole on it would have been only, uh, you know, on a band like 40 or 80, it would have been getting a little heavy. Mm-hmm. It would have held it. It's it's very strong.
1: Yeah. It, it performed pretty well. Mm-hmm. Not too bad. Yeah. Uh, I see Arnie was asking me what uh, antenna I had, and I can't remember the number. 1763. It was an MFJ. Yeah. 17... 17- question mark question mark that's
0: the one yeah that's yeah. the one
1: so <laughs> i can send it to you arnie but i i uh i ended up not being able to use that one i had a little bit of trouble with it. i, I don't know if i put it together wrong but i i know i need to tune it a little bit or something to yeah i'll have to take a look at it
0: yeah we we didn't spend any time trying to tune it because we were just well, yeah we're it was kind of late getting, getting there
1: getting started yeah. so the, it was time to go but i got it set up at the house there. I'm gonna get out yeah. there and tune it Get it fixed up.
0: So that's what we had for antennas. Of course, we needed radios hooked to those antennas and all the gear that goes with that. Those would be handy.
2: Those oh be ham handy. radio, that's right. There
0: you <laughs> go. I Maybe get we
1: forgot it. something. We
0: got a little break in the heat here. If the rain is coming down, Pretty good. I think you can probably hear it. Tommy can't even hear what I'm saying.
1: I can barely even tell you're talking.
0: Me too. Uh, we're starting to spring a few leaks in the uh, other room in there, so... I think we may have to uh, do a little regrouping.
1: Yeah, we may need to move to high ground.
0: Yeah. Finally quit raining. And we've been enjoying these IC 7300s. Tommy's on 20 meters right now, trying to bust some pileups. Whiskey
1: five, Delta X-ray filtering's pretty nice. I've got somebody next to me, and I can turn the turn this uh, the passband tuning over to the left a little bit and, and pretty much lose the noise.
0: So, have you got the feel for that rig yet?
1: Yeah, it's nice. I'm I'm starting to get it. I've only used it just a little while, but yeah, it's. Uh, pretty intuitive kind of like my 7100 very familiar
0: here's my station this year I've got the prerequisite roll of paper towels I've got a flashlight because you couldn't need that out here in the dark got my laptop running the squirrel logger I've got an IC7300 here And that's that's the only rig I'm planning on using for field day this year. So far, I've enjoyed it pretty good and uh, made a a fair amount of contacts on it. Got a Howl Pro Set 3 that uh, I'm using for headphones. Of course, the mic that goes with the radio. I have an ARRL band chart here so I can kind of keep up and see where I'm trying to operate. I've got a Belkin wireless router that we're using the network, all the computers together, and store the log file on one PC. Got the little uh, 30-amp MFJ switching power supply. It's real small, and I used that fill day last year, too, so um, that's been pretty nice. I've got a red tweaker because you always need to have a tweaker handy. I've got my iPhone. I've got my ID fifty-one A, fiftieth anniversary edition handy talkie, and I got a bottle of water. So that's my fill. Oh, one other thing, a mouse. That's my field day setup. Let's uh, see what Tommy's got over here.
1: Well, I'm running the seventy-three hundred. Uh, Kind of getting used to it as you you asked a few minutes ago. It's nice rig. Um, having having a good time with it. Uh, it's very familiar. Uh, very similar to my seventy one hundred. The way you use the uh, touch screen. Uh, I'm kind of enjoying that. And uh, I had a little trouble with my antenna at first, so I'm I'm running my MFJ big ear at the moment. So I'm just kind of kind of really getting started. I haven't got a whole lot of contacts yet, but uh, I'm going to catch up with you very very quickly. So, other for my computer, I got my little Surface Pro here and my standby Astron uh, 30 amp power supply I've had for since the day I got my general ticket. Um, but and other than that, man, just having a ball. And
0: two two cell phones, one for each hand.
1: One one for each hand. One each flavor. One an, Apple. One Android. And a and a piece of string.
0: Could come in handy. Yeah,
1: you just never really know, so I keep it right there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm about to I'm about to get a little bit hoarse from hollering on here, so I'm going to try the uh, the voice gear, the memory cure on here, yeah. and uh, give that a twirl. You have you have yours set up, don't you?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I've I've got mine set up. I programmed uh, a couple of memories in it before we left, so. Uh,
1: you didn't got a little bit of a head
0: start on me. Well, I did, but somebody had to go through the rigs and try to figure them out. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, that fell on me. But, uh, yeah, pretty easy to learn if you're used to ICOM rigs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it all it behaves pretty much like the others.
1: And uh, you said it works very similar to your 7700. So. But uh, I'm I'm really enjoying it. The audio sounds really good on the thing, too. I will say that. So, anyway, let me try to make a few more contacts.
0: All right. go on for the Gipper. <laughs> well, Vince, do you want to tell us what you're running? Or?
4: I'm running the exact same thing y'all are running.
0: Pretty much, but you have one very necessary accessory over here that, that we're not running. Fortunately, you're running a big one. But we are reaping the benefits of yours. Yeah, we are reaping the benefits of. Offenses. This is, uh... Was it a, an in-room air conditioner? Yeah. It's got a vent hose that's going out the uh, window there, of the tent. That has worked out pretty nice. And there's another one in here. In Wayne's, uh, Part of the campsite here. Wayne's room? In Wayne's world. <laughs> here is the air conditioner. Over in, uh... Wayne's wing of the campsite here I think we looked at this a little earlier from the outside so it's uh, very similar construction to what we had last year and here's his operating station of course we're kind of swapping around too and uh, different people running different rigs and different bands
1: party on George
0: party on Tommy how was life over in Wayne's World in there? oh uh, Wayne's World? Yeah. It was kinda hot in there because the sun was beating up pretty good on that. Coming down through that yeah, clear through plastic. The, through the clear plastic, yeah. Yeah. So total
1: we had two air conditioners in there. Mm-hmm. We had uh Wayne in Wayne's World there was a five thousand BTU. Yeah. And then Vince's freestanding one was a ten thousand. So we had fifteen thousand BTUs of cooling in a tent.
0: Yeah. And Not that was bad. just barely. That was just enough.
1: Well, once we got the exhaust vent tucked out from under the yeah. the uh, the tarp, because it was circulating coming back in through the mesh in the top of the tent, it, it worked yeah. a lot better. But uh, yeah, live and learn.
2: Yeah. What a what a mesh.
1: Yeah, what a mesh. <laughs> but uh, that was a lifesaver, though. Those air conditioners were.
0: Oh yeah, we wouldn't have been able to stay in that tent uh, otherwise. <laughs> not with
1: the tarps over it.
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it would have been pretty doggone uh, miserable. Yeah, but not not so bad in there.
1: No, it was wasn't bad at all. And, it, the, and the evenings were great.
0: Yeah, and we talk a little more about this uh, uh, a little later in oh, some okay. of the videos here. But right now, let's um, let's take a break get another message from one of the people who helped make Amateur Logic possible, and then we're going to come back. Everything you've seen so far has gotten us up through sometime Saturday afternoon. Yeah. So we've got a little more to go yet. Get out there and get on the air. Combine your recreational enjoyment this summer of amateur radio with the great outdoors. Join the National Parks on the Air event and celebrate our national parks turning 100 years young. Just be sure your ICOM equipment is ready for action. See how ICOM is changing the way receivers are being designed with ICOM's new IC7300. It will exceed expectations. RF direct sampling, 15 discrete bandpass filters, large 4.3-inch color touchscreen, real-time spectrum scope... And SD memory card slot. Limited space is no problem with the IC7100 base station. It's a great compact D Star option. Angled control head and touchscreen for quick, intuitive operation, large internal speaker for clear digital audio, and it's perfect for multi bands and all mode communications. Simplified operation, HF and digital technology. The IC718 base station is the most practical rig you will ever own. Front-mounted loudspeaker, DSP capability, selectable antenna tuner, and simple operation. Visit icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information on all ICOM radios. That 7300, man, that was like the star of the field day. That was. It, yeah. it really worked out nice. Um, So... We had made a few contacts by this point, but yeah, I don't think we'd made as many as we wanted to. We didn't make as many as we wanted to by the time I left. Well, no, I we didn't, more. but we made more. Than we did last year. Yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, what what was our final score for this year? The score mm-hmm. seven fifty.
1: Yeah. Something. Hey, seven hundred fifty. Yeah.
2: You guys, you guys weren't alone there. Uh, you know, forty meters and twenty meters was pretty much all. We were working, and there was no sunspots, none. And yeah. the bands weren't that great, but the, um, you know, the one thing we learned this year um, is how to play those points, right? If especially if we were in the EOC, we had a doctor on site, we had a safety officer, public relations, um, we had the media show up. Um, there was all sorts of things we did. So we, we are, I think at the club last night was talking about being in the thousands. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, so that's just because of all the other extra stuff we did, though.
0: We didn't have any of that stuff. We
2: guess we, we should
0: have.
1: Yeah, as far out as we were, man, all we could get was a witch doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and the media couldn't have found us I, out I there. I could have guessed I could have yeah. been the media. I, even the FBI couldn't have found us out there.
0: True, true. <laughs> and, uh, you know, judging by the chainsaw incident there, there wasn't that much safety happening <laughs> So. Anyway, we got through Saturday night, and, uh, well, here, here's a little bit of what went on Sunday morning. And and those of you in the chat room asking about the food, watch real close, or you're going to miss it. We've been about 12 hours on uh, a six-gallon tank of gas, so we're looking for the generators to go out here just about any time. Now, we've got another one standing by. We've got two, but one of them's got a broke starter rope on it. So we can't really use it. We need to make more contacts. We need to make a lot more contacts. We're probably, I don't know, we're not halfway where we were this time last year. So we got more work to do.
1: Well, my last contact was an interesting one. It was a chap from Ontario, our friend VE3MIC, Mike. Uh, Actually, it was one of his buddies he's up there working field day with. So that was it. That was a good contact. Otherwise, it's going pretty well. Still, uh, still chugging along here, trying to make some more. Bands kind of dying down just a little bit on uh, twenty meters, but um, there's still some activity on there, but not as much as it was. So. It looks, looks like a fair amount of activity there. Yeah, it's just not as much as it was. Um, it was, it was a lot more. So. Uh, anyway, I'm gonna try to get as many as I can for bedtime.
0: It's about eight o'clock Sunday morning, and we've been out here in the woods since about four o'clock Friday afternoon, so we look and feel our best. What's on the schedule for today, Tommy? Well,
1: first of all, I've got the Breakfast Champions here, and uh, try to make up some uh, headway because uh, we, unfortunately, we took a break in the in the. Trying to make contacts and slept, so kind of got a little bit behind the curve on that one. So we need to step up, step up the game a little.
0: Yeah, we should have thought better about that.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it was it was a waste of time.
0: <laughs> Pretty much. Well, the band's back open. Looks like.
1: Yeah, it's starting to. I'm, I'm on twenty over here, so it's starting to open up. I'm starting to see a few more lines on my waterfall display here. When I first got started this morning, about 6 a.m., it was pretty much blank, so livening up a little bit.
0: Well, I've made a few. I need to make a lot more, though. We're uh, running behind, and we lost a lot of contacts in the database, apparently, overnight.
1: Yeah, some kind of a weird issue. I'm not sure what what happened there, but uh, yeah, we lost some, so we're going to have to make up ground for that, too.
0: Yeah, that's why we should just have used a paper log, right?
1: Yeah, it's hard to, hard to mess those up. Uh,
0: easy to get duplicates on them, though, I imagine.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: All right, well, I'll let you get back to knocking them cold over there. And how many cold ones did you knock over, Tommy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Breakfast of champions,
1: man. Yep. A pack of cheese nips.
0: Yep. Hey. We didn't cook anything. I noticed some of them were well, yeah, you know, and we never do.
2: We we actually, we actually had a potluck no. uh, <laughs> dinner down at the uh, clubhouse, at maybe around six or uh, seven p.m. Saturday night, and everybody brought stuff from all over the place. And another thing I wanted to say is we also used that squirrel lager. What what was the yeah. trouble you guys had with it?
0: We well, lost
1: we lost some of Wayne's contacts. I yeah. don't know if it's had the same uh, band open on two stations or something, but uh, we lost a bunch of contacts off of Wayne. Yeah, from Wayne. Yeah,
2: it, it was. A, I did notice just in preliminary setups of all the PCs at the club, it's a little squirrely when it comes to the locations of the files as well. So
0: yeah, yeah, we're gonna do something different next year. Yeah. we didn't have potluck uh, lunch there. You know, there was no kitchen in our clubhouse. I guess next year we'll have to build one. Yeah, carry a little more plastic. Yeah. yeah, plastic kitchen.
2: Well, from the look of those trailers, you brought everything except the kitchen. Yeah, well, we, there's <laughs> a lot of gear there.
0: Yeah, no one went hungry, but we just didn't. No, you know,
1: and, and it's hot. It's it's really hot. Even with the air conditioners, it's still kind of warm. And you just personally, I just rather not even have a hot, you know, hot.
3: Yeah,
0: food. something cold to eat yeah. is is pretty good.
3: What you need? You say a case of VB
0: of what did oh, he say hold on, I misunderstood wait a minute hold them back give up give us the phonetics <laughs>
3: VB Victoria Bitter beer
0: oh okay, oh, okay. okay. Ooh,
3: that was a close yeah and Australian beer better still oh, Australian the show was,
0: VB I thought the yeah. show was
1: just going south really in a, in a hurry <laughs>
0: uh-huh. yeah I did too well we've got the, the wrap up coming here next but uh I tell you what. Why don't we go ahead and watch a wrap up and see and then our, we can our wrap usual up after the wrap up. I think we can. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll think. We'll see how everybody felt, felt about the wrap up. I can't wait to see it how it ended. Time. Yeah. Well, this is a cliffhanger. <laughs> Another field day has come and gone, and uh, looks like everybody survived it for the most part. For the most part. Well, you know, we like to do a wrap up on them and talk about what we did right and what we did wrong and what went wrong so i guess first let's uh let's talk about what we did wrong this year wayne you got any ideas of of what we could have done differently or that we didn't do just right well
5: y'all got the new tent to be the shack which seemed to work out pretty good um it was about what, 10 or 12 degrees hotter this year than it was last year. Yeah. So, thankfully, my brother, who came along this year, brought us another portable air conditioner, which helped a lot with that. But uh, we didn't realize just how much insulation a tarp over the top of the canopy provided for us last year.
0: The shade.
5: The shade. Yeah. That That was a big, big difference right there.
1: Yeah.
0: We... Go ahead. Even though we we were running two air conditioners, it was warmer in there this year, I think, than it was last year. Yeah.
1: Well, our tent... We didn't know about the design of the tent when we bought it, but it's got mesh in the top, so I suspect some of our cool air was escaping.
0: Yeah. We actually had a... a, What do they call it? A fly? rain fly. rain fly. Over the top of that, it kind of helped seal it some. And then we draped the tarpaulin over the the whole tent, and thinking that gives us two layers of insulation there, but I almost wonder if it wouldn't have been better to have suspended the tarp like we did a year ago where we had the shade.
5: Maybe have a place for the heat to escape somewhat, even though cool air would have gone, at least the heat could have dissipated
1: somewhat.
0: Yeah. Tommy, what do you think we could have done different or didn't do right?
1: Well, I think I think overall it went pretty well. Again, we had a higher temperature this year to battle that wasn't so bad last year. It was bad, but it wasn't as bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, having the uh, the extra on in here was good, but maybe I think if I should have probably brought that one with the screen on it, it might have made things a little bit easier. Uh, just my thoughts, but um, I don't know. It's uh, I don't know, I, I, I probably fell down a little bit on the pre-prep stuff this year, so
0: I didn't have a lot of time. Yeah, you so. didn't show up until we had everything set up and ready to go.
1: Yeah, it worked out pretty nice like
0: that. <laughs> yeah, I thought you'd say that. <laughs> yeah. Well, Vince, what what do you think? What What could we have done differently or, or maybe we didn't do right? Any ideas? Uh,
4: we could have brought a uh, travel trailer and parked it out here. That would have been good.
0: Well, if we had one. i vote for that. That was the I'll problem <laughs> there. That was the only holdup.
4: We'll start a GoFundMe account.
0: There you go. We bought a tent. We bought a tent this year. Maybe we can uh, buy a Winnebago next year. <laughs> there you
1: go. Upgrade.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, what I think, well, all the things that y'all said, um, and as I mentioned, maybe pitching that A-frame with it with the tarp i think that would have helped a lot to keep some shade in here Uh, i think and i don't know that we could have but i wish that we had found those two or three little stubs sticking up out here Uh that were up under the tent we looked for them but we just couldn't find them all we knocked out most of them but of course we had a pine tree to cut when we get here it was laying across. Yeah, I wish we had right a video there.
1: of it. It's about that big around.
0: Oh, well, we got a video of it. Oh, do you? Yeah. Think. So, thankfully Wayne had the chainsaw and we were able to.
5: It ran just long enough.
0: Just long enough. Yep.
1: That's all it
0: uh-huh. takes. Uh, it would have been nice to have got those <laughs> few extra stobs out, and uh, maybe. Level up the ground a little bit. We really couldn't see, though, because, you know, this is in the woods, and it's thick with leaves and pine straw. And it was dark when we did this. Yes, it was.
1: Six or eight more field days, and we ought to have a little condo out here by then.
0: Well, I tell you what, when when we got here this year, there wasn't that much to clean up, really. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, sawing that tree up was the biggest thing. That took about an hour. Yep. Yep. Um, uh, but, yeah, and the other thing I think maybe we could have done differently is we've been using that squirrel logger for fill day, yeah, which it has worked okay, but it's really intended for a single user on a single computer, and we had our laptops all networked together, and we would just point them all to one folder on one of the computers and everybody was just writing to the files on there whenever they saved their entries. Somehow we lost about 40 entries that Wayne did overnight while the rest of us slept. And yeah, uh, so
1: all well, for nothing. Time to move on to another
5: Well, the, the
0: fun of it though. And somebody, 40 people at least, got mm. an extra contact. That we didn't. That we didn't. <laughs> So, I don't know, maybe we ought to research some other logger options. I like the squirrel program. It's very simple. It worked good, but that's a pretty big drawback. Um,
1: yeah, it's it's simple, and it's real easy to use, but, uh-huh. you know, efficient. But uh, I am actually thinking about, I was talking to Vince about it earlier, maybe writing one that's hosted on a Raspberry Pi. Yeah. Web-based yeah. one.
0: That could be interesting. Yeah.
1: Maybe. We'll find some time between now and next year. Should be pretty easy uh-huh. to write. Field Pi. Or pie
5: day, yeah.
0: Oh, pie day. Yeah, pie day, logger. Squirrel pie. <laughs> 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 so, um, yeah, that, that's what I thought about it. So, what do you think we did right, Wayne? Well, there's no
5: doubt the air, air conditioning being here was definitely right. Uh, yeah. Even I- though they struggled to keep up with the heat and humidity this year, but that was definitely right.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of it. it Took two of them, but I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad you guys brought them. Well, but uh, we only had one last year.
0: And that's that's one other problem we ran into. Wayne, thank goodness, had a five kilowatt generator. Mm-hmm. I've got a five kilowatt one, but we broke the pull rope on it, so we couldn't use it. Yours is how much?
1: Three point five.
0: And it really didn't want to pull the two acres.
1: It, was, it wasn't quite enough for two.
0: No. So we ended up running on Wayne's generated the whole time. We had enough gas that, uh, well, we ran out just after the...
5: About 10 minutes after Field day ended.
0: Yep. Just in time that we could sweat when it came time to pack everything up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we didn't want to mess out on that. Yeah.
1: That's part of the experience.
5: Well, tell me, since uh, y'all had the opportunity to Field day the new ICOM 7300s, what are yeah. your impressions?
0: I think that's one of the things we did right.
5: Yeah, I would count that as a right. I loved it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We knew it was a good radio. Tommy and I had seen it before it was even released. You know, we Mm -hmm. shot a video for ICOM on it. Um, We were able to get three here to use during field day and set them right up. I I spent an hour going over it before we ever got to the event here. I showed Vince a little bit about it, what I'd learned about it, Friday night. Tommy already had worked with uh, some similar ICOM radios, so he caught on pretty quick to it too. Um, I liked it. I thought it did good. Yeah, we we had a few descent issues every now and then, but that was, I think, mainly because our antennas were all so close over here.
1: Yeah, I think any radio, I think when you put the antenna that close together, you're going to have a little bit of that. We
0: had some of that last year with the other radios that we we used. We sure did but overall the the functionality of it the features were uh, were really good. The receivers were really good because I think we were hearing everything that was out there. I don't think think we missed hearing anything.
1: audio quality was good my, yeah. my ears you know it didn't bother my ears from listening for long periods right and uh, the the waterfall was really nice because when you're when you're looking for contacts, you can just find them and just yeah, you know, pop right over You know there where to go. Exactly. You yeah. don't have to go just scan around.
0: Yeah. Well, you and I are. are we've been using uh, iCom rigs for several years. Vince, this year probably first experience with one of the newer iCom rigs. What do you think about the DSP?
4: Uh, I liked it. I mean, it's it was super easy to use.
0: What about the quality of the audio that you're getting? Uh, it it, seemed it, a,
4: yeah, it was it was better than any other radio I've, I've had time to actually sit down and play
0: with for an extended period of time. Yeah, yeah, I, I it was real comfortable to listen to uh-huh. for a long period of time, which is important if you're gonna you know work field day or or an extended event, and you're gonna be wearing headphones. Noisy radio will wear you out in no time. Of course, was,
1: that's a fact.
0: Yeah and the band conditions have a lot to do with it too
5: mm-hmm. which I have to say this year were except for 40 and 20 they were pretty bad in yeah. my opinion
0: Well 80 is always just noisy I mean it's just mm-hmm. hard to work 80 meters in the summertime 40 and 20 there was something pretty much going on 24 hours a day it had died down a little bit far? or thinned out a little by midnight.
1: Yeah, about midnight it it tapered off pretty good.
0: 40 was still going because Wayne worked it way on up in the morning. and Mm
6: -hmm.
0: It was doing pretty good. Um, 15, did anybody make a 15 I think I
5: got five contacts on 15, but that was it.
0: We didn't do anything on 10 meters or or 6 meters.
1: Yeah, I I took the lazy way out, man. I didn't want to go out in the sun and retune my antenna.
0: Yeah, I worked. 40 meters for the whole event. Okay. And you... I what,
1: stayed on
4: 20 the whole time. Yeah. What What bands did you work? Uh,
1: 20, 40, 80. And I think... I saw you down on 6 one time. Did you make any contacts down no. there? I tried finding
5: somebody down there, but I could not never hear anything. Yeah. What, what bands did you work, Wayne? I did 80, 40, 20, 15 and looked on 10 and 6, but I didn't, I didn't find anything there, nothing.
0: Yeah. Antenna-wise this year, um, well, let me go back to what we did right. I, I don't think I gave you a chance to say what we did right, did I? Uh,
1: I don't think so, but, uh, but I, but I fully concur with the air conditioner, uh, yeah. synopsis on what we did right, and, uh, I think overall the antenna situation was okay, but I think it probably could have. A little bit improved on some of them, but
4: yeah.
1: And um, the the site's good. It's it's every time we come out here, it gets a little bit better. It does. So I think it's a good yeah.
0: place. Uh, and Wayne ran the same antenna that uh, he had last year, mm-hmm. the um, eighty meter off center fed dipole. You use the same antenna you had last year.
1: I did. Year. I used the MFJ bigger
0: again. And you had another one. But... Yeah,
1: yeah, I had a vertical uh, set up, and, and I had. it's always a time constraint problem. But I, I put it together, and I brought it out, but I didn't get it tuned right mm-hmm. exactly. So I'll, I've got to take it back home and spend a little time and get it tuned. And yeah. uh, and so anyway, it looks like a nice antenna. I just didn't have it quite right yet. Yeah. So I've, for time's sake, I, I fell back to the big gear.
0: Yeah. What did you use, Vince? Uh, well, you used couple of different antennas. but
4: Yeah, I used the 80 meter off center fed dipole that Wayne had put up when he was sleeping. I'd just mm-hmm. run his coax over my radio and use it. Yeah. And also used a uh, outbacker mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. a tripod.
0: The one that Trump outposts that Wayne built. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've already torn that down, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, was yeah that out. was the first one to go. Yeah, yeah, we
1: showed it a couple of years ago when we were up at the church for field day.
0: Well, that was a different, was it the same outpost?
5: It was the same stand. I just had the, uh, I was trying the bug catcher on Ah, that. Oh, that's right. At that time because the outbacker was still on my truck. Okay. I hadn't got my tar heel yet.
0: Yeah. I used something different this year. I used um, a 40-meter vertical, which we really haven't done much with verticals here. Tommy's Bigger was the closest thing Mm -hmm. to vertical we've used. But I've got that 43-foot uh, MFJ telescoping mass, fiberglass mast, lightweight. I mean, you can stretch it out 43 feet and, and hold it like a fishing pole. Yeah, it looks like lot. a giant fishing pole. Yeah. I'm pretty satisfied with the way it performed. I yeah. think it worked as, at least as good as the 40-meter uh, off-center fed dipole that I had run right across this ditch last year that you know was about eye level as high as we could um. get it.
1: It sounded. Uh, I don't know how you were getting out on it, but uh, apparently it was working. Uh, yeah. It sounded good.
0: Yeah, I think I was getting out as good <laughs> as I probably would have on about anything else like that.
1: Mhm. But so. it's uh it's really convenient the way you you have it with the uh, the tripod mm-hmm. and then that mast, so you can you know a nice portable antenna if you want yeah. to take it somewhere.
0: And that is a doorbell wire. That's what I made okay. it out of. That was the cheapest wire that I could buy that uh, was copper, had insulation on it, didn't have to have insulation but I, I wanted it because I knew that I'd probably be on a metal tripod and I didn't want it slapping against it and I just untwisted the two wires so that you know I'd have enough to, uh, to make all the radios and all. No visitors this year, of course not a lot of people knew we were coming here. Uh, a couple of people did. We if
1: anybody a, comes here, that's it's usually got to be your family or somebody's got to be lost to make it back down here. Kind of,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, we had a few people recognize us on the air. We, we operated as W5JDX. A few people recognized it as um, being associated with some of the video programs.
5: Yeah, last night I actually uh... uh They actually thought I was you when I I worked them, and I had to explain to them, no, no, we're just using his call.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, we've got a tent to tear down and get packed up here. Uh, We've got most of the other stuff packed up, except except the antennas antennas that are out
1: in the sun.
0: Yep. Well, it's a good thing we waited until they were nice and dry out there. The
1: sun ought to be straight up now, so you don't have to worry about any shade getting in the way.
0: Yep. (laughs) <laughs> Should be able to see good. Yeah. <laughs> well, any final words before we go, Vince? No. Nope. So, this is your your first field day that you've gone out and done done the whole weekend, isn't it? Uh, yeah. How many years have you been a ham? Almost thirty. Okay. Wow. So it was about time then. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I had been to several field
4: days before.
0: But you really participated in this one. You were up in yeah. the thick of it. Yeah, I
4: wasn't just a guest. Yeah.
0: So you think he'll do it again? Uh, it's
4: possible, but unlikely. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> okay. I'm right. not much
4: of an outdoorsman.
0: Yeah, that's what Wayne had told us.
5: Yeah. It's been 10 years since I've seen him out in the woods. Oh, wow. And he stayed one day and left.
0: Yeah. So. Well, I think we made progress. He stayed two days this time. We're
1: getting there. There you yeah. go. we
0: getting there. In another 10 years, I may stay three. Okay. <laughs> Tommy? Well, you,
1: yeah. What's the question?
0: Any final Any party words, thoughts? thoughts? Yeah.
1: No. Nope. I'm just, uh, I'm ready to go take a shower and sit in the air conditioner.
0: Yep. I think that's a, that's an excellent plan.
1: Especially the shower.
0: Yep. <laughs> well, let's do it. Let's do it. Thanks yeah. for, for joining us and, uh, Hope you all had a good field day, and if you didn't, maybe we encouraged you a little bit. To go out and uh, try it next year. You know, It's all different kinds of ways to do it. This is just the way we, we yeah. like it. We do rough it.
3: it. I feel I've got a solution for um, the poor band conditions. What you need to use is a twister tenor. you recall that? Oh, yes. Peter Snipes, great antenna. Uh, professor Yeah, Professor. I think that might
0: help you. Yeah. That's an Australian product, isn't it?
3: That's correct. Yeah, we had a video on it some time ago, and uh, I think it could really help help you guys out.
0: Well, it could.
3: We need to
1: contact Professor Snipe and look into that.
0: We do. <laughs> and Or maybe we could just get directly in touch with one of the developers. Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go. Well, Peter, you've seen our uh, American Field Day here. What do you what do you think? You know, you you told us one time that you had one down there in uh, in oh, Australia. Well, we but...
3: we do have them. Yeah, uh good I think it is. But uh, to be brutally honest, I think you're stark raving mad. <laughs> you know? I think uh, going out into the fields... What are you trying to say, Peter? Don't bus- beat around the bush. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, getting eaten by mosquitoes, uh, it's not my idea of um, of fun. Uh, my idea of fun is a four-star hotel with a uh, aerial draped out the window. Uh, oh. That works better for me. no
0: fun in that. Yeah, we we didn't have any... We didn't get a single mosquito bite. I mean, that, you know, so... This that, stuff
1: really works, trust yeah. me. Oh,
3: okay. Yeah.
0: No bears, moose, gators. Snakes. The deep woods off is the thing.
3: Yep. There were chainsaws, however. There were chainsaws. There were
0: chainsaws, yes. No banjos. Yeah,
3: you might have to retitle this episode Mississippi Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs>
0: i think we've reached the end of another episode here uh let's go around and see if there's any final yeah i did see yeah. a mosquito in here yeah. while i go with all of this stuff yeah too.
1: that's pretty brave
0: yeah <laughs> <It is. laughs> yeah let's let's do the wrap up of the wrap up here tommy okay. wrap it up okay well
1: it was fun it was a fun field day um I don't want to go through the whole did-everything-right-and-wrong thing again because no, we covered that, that for about 20 yeah. minutes. But uh, it was a lot of fun. It was uh, kind of hot. I think maybe we need to revisit our tent set up.
0: Uh, I think you're probably right but, about uh, that.
1: Anyway, it, it was a blast.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, Peter, wrap up from you, or you kind of, I guess, maybe just gave it to us, but give us another <laughs> one.
3: Oh no, look, re- 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 I'm sure you guys had a great time out at field day and uh, um, uh, I wouldn't mind, the, uh, the only equivalent I wouldn't mind doing at some stage is um, a, a day's mountain topping where you go out to a nearby mountain and uh, work a few stations from up there. Um, there's, uh, I've got Mount Dandenong next door and uh, uh, some very nice uh, parks and places to, uh, to work radio from up there, so that's something I might do when the
0: weather's a little bit, little bit better. Yeah, we don't we don't really have any mountains yeah. around here. No, there's
1: a hill back there. There is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, Emil, any final you know, uh, wrap yeah. up comments?
2: Yeah, it's 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 good to hear. Um, you guys, I think we learned a lot of the same things, and and mm-hmm. you know you got to keep moving forward. So next year we'll probably do the same, trying to improve our multi station logging coordination, mm-hmm. and. Um, maybe other alternative forms of power instead of you know uh, solar is something i've always wanted to um, incorporate into my mobile field station so that's in my plans already i just have to do it so it's good to hear from somebody else though you get ideas and uh, exchange you know what you can do and what's out there
1: yeah i wanted to do solar but it just was too far of a run to to get that solar panel up there. Yeah, we would have lost
0: so much it, with that longer wire it just yeah. you know wouldn't have really worked out. Well, uh for my wrap up, it was just fun as always it was a lot of work. Yeah, uh, it, it is a lot of work and there's uh, a lot we didn't shoot or or record but uh you know, that's just the way it worked out. Yeah. Uh there's there's so much to do that it's kind of hard to hold a camera and pitch a tent at the same time you
1: know the whole thing is fun it's it's a lot of work and it's really hot obviously but and when you get home man that that shower when you get home that's like the best shower of the whole year (laughs) yeah
0: i think that'll do it for this episode and uh we'll be back next month i know peter's you got a little arduino action for us don't you
3: oh yes yes i've uh i've Done a segment on uh, how to interface sixteen by two LCDs to your Arduino, and it's really really easy. So that's uh, I've already finished that segment, and we'll have that for you next month.
0: Cool. Oh,
1: good. We uh, haven't done any Arduino stuff in a while. We
0: haven't. We're overdue so. on some yeah. good Arduino. Yeah, I've been wanting plugins. to do some of that stuff myself. Yep. Yeah. And I suspect uh, the rest of us we don't know what we're going to do yet. Yeah,
1: I know what I'm going to do, but I'm not going to tell. Okay. Sneaky. Uh, it's, a D, it's a D-Star. It's a D-Star thing. I haven't done any of that in a while.
0: Okay.
1: All right. so I've got some D-Star toys to play with.
0: Cool. I've got some you can play with, too, and uh, build my hotspot for me. <laughs> well,
2: yeah, hook, hook, hook up with me, Tommy, on that. We could do maybe a contact uh, in, uh, as a segment.
0: Okay.
1: Well, I'll holler at you and we can try it out. All right. Get it put together.
0: All right. Well, thanks for being here, everyone. 73.
1: 73, everybody.
0: 73.
2: 73.
1: You think so? All Let's right. try. See you on next year. Okay. That's the third time you said that. Yeah, I know. I'm still here. <laughs> what we didn't do right, I should have brought a little softer chair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. We're only thirty five minutes late. Yeah.
0: So we're right on time. And all I need to do is plug and, in the power to that camera before. And Arnie
1: should be really enjoying himself tonight. <laughs> he likes it when it doesn't go
0: so smooth. Yep.
1: So this one's for you, Arnie.
0: Stuff oh, works good. That it worked, worked on Peter good. and Emil, too. <laughs> it works. <laughs>